A podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Deathless and today we dive into the unknown ocean of the uh, exciting creative mind together with uh, actually an old a camarade in crime somehow. Um, I am so happy to have now, again, an, an, a visual artist instead, I say just musicians. I mean, the last five weeks I had, a, I was I was flying in my digital shamanism through America, through 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 uh, California, uh, North Carolina, uh, Tennessee. And now we are actually where? I think in New York. So first of all, I say hello and welcome, Julia Hall. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. <laughs> good evening. Almost. So, so we 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 are in five hours different difference. You you have no. It's ten past twelve or so, or something like this. In, yeah. In your. Yeah. Oh, where are we now? Okay, so um, actually, I'm not in New York right now. I'm actually based in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is about twelve hours east of New York. Um, I was based in New York, but. As you know, through my Facebook and social media, it's been a long, strange journey because last okay, year I, I was based I in Southeast Asia. So, I know. yeah. <laughs> so how am I here? I have no idea. Uh, so you're now in Michigan. Yeah. So Kalamazoo, uh, Michigan, it, it's a small, funky town. And I went yeah. to school here. So, and my sister and my nephew and niece as well live here. So I know this town like the back of my hand. I spent probably eight years here. Oh, so okay. here so, I so am you know, back you, you, in... You, so you know the people very well in, 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 in this little village. What's the name of the village again? Yeah, the village, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, Kalamazoo, which is a Native American name. I'm not quite sure what that means um yeah. but yeah kalamazoo michigan and uh you know it's a it's a college <laughs> town there's like three different colleges here so it's you know yeah. it's a very young vibe um there's like breweries and restaurants and very bikeable um honestly i'll probably only be here until you know maybe for another year i just miss new york city you know do you so, Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to move back to either upstate New York so I can still have access to the city or back yeah. to Brooklyn. All right. So so, so you used to live in Brooklyn for, for a long time as well. So uh, For about so, three years. Yeah. And then I lived in uh, Chicago right. for nine years. All right. Uh, I think 
I mean, uh, first of all, so I have to t tell the listeners just a little bit, little bit about this 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 encounter as well. Um, I know Julia, or we know us actually since a couple of years via social media, and um, I was already following her works every then and now, um, and, and I still have in my background. Maybe maybe gonna do do uh, together with you an exhibition over here in Ireland sometime. I don't know when, but but I'm quite sure that that will happen sometime as well. Uh, but uh, I consider her as as an, as a an visual artist who who actually found somehow a way to to uh, to live the way of art as well. So um, I mean, she is a painter, a very good painter, and and uh, I would say a critical painter uh, far. From a conceptual critical painter with, 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 with most of the paintings, every painting has something special uh, idea in the background, which I appreciate a lot. You know, so that's actually somehow the same way. Like, <clears throat> like I, I work. I mean, I work more with digital media, but but if I work, I try to combine things like this as well. So it's putting my 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 avant-garde or critical thinking into into the work of art. You know, so and uh, that's actually the reason why I'm so happy to have her here. I think we will we will in, in the next three episodes we will learn a lot about her and about her work and 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 and, and. so yeah that's that is that's great and I mean I must say <laughs> uh, uh, as far as I know Julia is actually is always on the run somehow always on the run <laughs> <I know. laughs> so uh, oh. so so I would I would like to start in the first episode actually so to, to go then back. Into time tunnel wise, into into, into your use with your upgrowing and and your your first uh, encountering with, with with art, the first inspiration and and, and you know. So uh, I would say let's start where 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 you where you came from. Where 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 are you born? Okay, so I was actually born just east of where I'm at now. So I was born in Michigan. I was born close to Flint, Michigan. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I was born in Flint, Michigan, but we lived 15 minutes east of Flint. And you may have heard of Flint from the press, Michael Moore, the water went bad, um, big hullabaloo, big scandal. But um, mm -hmm. I grew up on a farm. I grew up along a dirt road and my father um, was, is a farmer. Sorry, he's still alive, but he's retired now. He's a, far he's um, a farmer. Yeah, he's a farmer, not full time, but yes. We grew up on a farm. What, and, what, what, what does he farming? Well, he, it wasn't really, I guess you, you would say it wasn't really necessarily an agricultural farm. We had cows, uh, we grew hay, all sorts of plants and vegetables. He grew thousands of trees. Um, mm. we, we had like 20 to 30 cats at any given time. It was a very liberated childhood. I spent most of mm. the majority of my time outside climbing trees, running around, playing doctor <laughs> to the cats. Um, and he, you know, had always had perpetually dirty hands. My mother, quite the opposite, was a fourth grade school teacher. And they couldn't be more opposite in a lot of ways. Like my dad's just <laughs> this like tall, lumbering, you know, lumberjack. And my mom's like a five foot four school teacher, very like... <laughs> You know, like my dad was like drinking beers. Very organized. 
Yeah, like my dad was like yeah. drinking, like when they first met, he was, they met in a bar and he was drinking beers and then he crashed his car and then like as soon as he got it. And, but my mom was very like, not like she was so, you know, tidy, but she was very, yeah, like you said, like very organized and teacher pro- man. I mean, proper, uh... proper in a lot of ways. And my dad was kind of mm. more like the scallywag rebellion, like coming from a farm, you know? And um, so, yeah, it was like it was a really interesting combination, but they are still happily married and they're in mm-hmm. their early. 70s. Really? Yeah. So they, yeah. they, they both. Did... Wow. Great. great. I know. I know. And they're yeah, they just like have a deep love for each other. A deep love, a deep respect. My father's kind of a homebody. And uh, that's so romantic. I mean, how, how often do you going to hear stories like this? You know, I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I feel mm. blessed because. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a little more rare, you know? So, um, but yeah, um, my father grew up one mile down the road. So he grew up on a, even more of a bigger farm and, uh, my aunt and my uncle still live there. My uncle's actually, mm. he was in a really bad farm accident. So my aunt takes care of him. She's, you know, helping, helping take care of her brother. And so my dad goes down there every day. And so he's very mm. family oriented. My mother's fam- very right. family oriented. So that's where I, I mean, I, th- I, th- I think that's, that helped a lot to, to, uh, to survive, uh, somehow this accelerating madness in this world, isn't it? And this, this, this accelerating globality where, where, where things like this really, you, you can see that normally just in films, isn't it? I mean, Totally. Yeah. It's like, it's still so peaceful there. Everything is as it was when I grew up, you know, I was just there wow. a couple of days ago because I just got back from New York um, and mm. passed through, say hello. And my parents are yeah. in good health. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't have traded my upbringing for anything, you know, and plus, no, you know, no. I'm, I'm 39 now. So I'm a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, going into my forties and, I grew up with like five TV channels and I didn't have like Nintendo. Ah, you know? tell I, didn't, me. I, didn't, I didn't have the internet. So, okay. So yeah. we, you yeah. know, I remember dial up and all that. I, you know, I had an internet boyfriend, you know, all that nonsense, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. 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 So that fueled, you know, I think in many senses, you know, the generation that we're coming from, like that fueled my imagination because, That, that's that's all we but, had. But look, you know? look in it the eighties. But yeah, but that's that's really quite interesting because in the eighties, actually, I mean, Europe they they uh, they copied a lot from the American, you know, and especially in the eighties. And as 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 Reagan starts with with as Reagan starts in America and Margaret Thatcher starts in in Europe with his neoliberalism, you know, with 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 the the the, the uh, privatization. Of everything, you know. That means in the eighties we had in Europe actually, uh, because you, you you mentioned five channels. We had five channels in Europe, you know, in in, in Germany, and and I mean um, the the WDR was my father was working there um, as as a dolly driver, and it was paid by taxpayers. You know that that means they they had somehow uh, a, a duty to to educate somehow on a way, you know, and 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 not. And, and not to 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 entertain with the stupid 
uh, uh, shows what, what you ever can think, you know. And then, unfortunately, in the 80s, uh, Helmut Schmidt, Schmidt went and uh, we became, I think it was already called, the, 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 the right Democrats, they, they, they came and then the, uh, the privatization of the television came as well, you know. Mm -hmm. And really, and there the mess started, you know, because uh, we became... At the beginning, all the shows they they started to produce really the cheapest shows what you what you can think of you know so and and then cheaper shows are than 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 the more stupid they are you know it was oh, really so it it was really that was for me it was somehow the uh, i mean you know you know probably the the the, the medium makes, makes the message you know and oh, uh, yeah. so, 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 so that was really the beginning of of of, of the uh, stupidization of society. Or I think more so, in some senses, it could be viewed as distractive television. Because yeah, I agree with you, and I guess I never really thought about it that way. But I grew up with Bob Ross, you know, just using Bob Ross. As an example, what what what, like, what what is it? Okay, so have you ever heard of the painter Bob Ross? Yeah, sure, Bob Ross. Sure, he was so famous yeah. in, in Germany as well. Which is so, and then yeah, I put public, there a little yep. point on the happy state. little trees. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. Great. But I Great. that's yeah, 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 yeah. what yeah. we that was public television, right? So right, non-privatized television, like education. I would watch Bob Ross and just be like, yo, this mm. is it. Like, this is How long everything. have you been there? You what? When, 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 when did you start with watching Bob Ross? How old have you been there? Oh, geez. Um, maybe like seven or eight. Like six, seven, something like that. And that, that was... Did, did you... Did, probably you because you 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 used to be interested in him you probably you start already drawing and painting as well in all your life oh yeah didn't you? oh yeah i was i had an art studio in my parents basement growing up so we my sister and i had a little bench and we had the tabletop and we had all of our art supplies and we would sit side by side and just draw for hours so i i was deeply fascinated that there would be a painter on television because this would never exist now, right? No one even really has the attention span, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. he's yeah, 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 no, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's yeah. become yeah. this legendary icon. You know, that was all we had. So, so that's what I mean by like. I don't know. I don't know if necessarily I would go so far as to say the stupidization, but I think it's more so distractive. Like TV, just more so as distraction rather than education. So maybe that leads more into the dumbing down, or you know what I mean. Like, so yeah, I don't know. I think that TV is just more just like even yesterday I met my sisters and I'm just like deeply distracted by YouTube. You know, I'm like I got to get work done. Oh my god, like I can't. Mm. So yeah, I I feel you on that. But Bob Ross, really, he was. <laughs> He was such a teacher for me, you know, because my yeah, dad, no, it's I... oh, I'm sorry. Even though my dad, he's very artistic. He actually threw his drawings away. You know, being a farmer, it's very utilitarian. You know, he didn't really care about that. His art is in the trees, you know, and um, mm. 
he actually threw my old drawings away too. Like all my old drawings. I can't believe he did it. I was like, dad, are you serious? Did you really throw those away? He's like, yep. <laughs> so, but that was, that was, that was very disappointing, wasn't it? Oh, totally. I wanted to look at the, but then I'm drawing stuff that's like quantity over quality, right? Cats, clowns, trees, nonsense. Yeah, you know? I mean that's quite interesting because it it reminds me. I was I was uh, how old was I? I'm probably six or seven. And my parents, they um they drove often for for weekends um, to the countryside, an hour two two hours apart from Cologne, where where I used to grow up. And um, there was a, was a little village called Hütterscheid, and we slept in 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 a in a in a pension in a bad breakfast somehow, you know, but, but there was a pub underneath and it was on a farm, you know? Oh, on, 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 that's cool. It, and, and I was as well, I mean, I was drawing already nature and landscape and I was sitting in front of the, this pub and this farm was drawing the opposite side, you know? So, and I, then as I was finished, as, as I finished this drawing, so, so I went to, to the, the owner of the farm or the pub, you know, I think Klaus was his name. And and I said, hey, it's for you, you know, and Aww. and he 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 took it, but he he said nothing, you know, and and eventually it's the same like you, you know, it disappeared or or, or it landed in 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 the bin somehow, you know. And oh I no! Was so, <laughs> I, oh, I was I was so devastated. Oh. So, so, so my whole life was in this in this minute. I say, how can they do that? You know. So, I know. I still ask my dad. I'm like, are you? Did you seriously throw away all my early artwork? He's like, well, yeah. You know, it's like he says it like, duh. Like, why wouldn't I? You know. And I'm just like. So, so, but at least you still speak with him. So that's good. Oh my god, yeah. I'm very close with my parents for sure. You know, my my mom, she's not really. She is artistic, but in a much different way. Um, her and my brother can't really draw. You know what I mean? Like. My mother, she's a quilt maker. She is very creative with her thinking, but her and my uh, brother could not draw. My sister, because I have one brother, one sister, she's very uh, artistic. Uh, and growing up, I used to compare myself to her all the time. I don't know if you have siblings or not, but I always no. felt like she was so much better than me. And I remember one time she and I were sitting there and drawing the same picture of trees. So no we're sitting side by side in our studio okay. yeah. and we're drawing the same picture and I looked over at hers and I got deeply upset because I yeah. felt like hers was just way better than mine. So I was very emotional <laughs> when I was little. So I went outside and I cried and I was like, I'll never be as good as my sister. She's just so much better than me, you know? Yeah. And, but I still brought that drawing in. I was in eighth grade. I gave it to my teacher. She put it in the local art show. And then when mm. I went to the art show, I was just kind of like, whatever. And this photographer mm. came up to me. He was like, can I take a picture of you in front of your painting? And I was like, mm. what? Okay, whatever. And then I had gotten best in show. So I was just like, it it kind of validated the fact that like I have my own talent, you know, like if this horrible drawing that I feel is horrible gets best in show, you know, um, there's something there and I have to stop comparing myself to my sister. And I think that was kind of a turning point for me because 
it just gave me faith in my own abilities. And from then on there, I was just, I've just really been drawing. I've been an artist. I've been painting, writing poetry, writing. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, and my sister, she took a different creative path. She is a graphic designer. Actually, she can kind All right. of do everything, but she's, yeah. She, so she, so she decides go, go, going, going more the, more the, the way where you probably own, you can make an income with, 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 with your creativity. Sure. I mean, yeah. Like yeah, a like yeah. a steady I mean, I would, income, I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but we all know that's very difficult as an artist to to make really a, an income where 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 you can live properly with. I mean, you as well. You have as well more than one job, don't you? I mean, you you not I've got just... two jobs. Yep, I've got. Well, okay, that's see, that's a weird. I have a lot of jobs. <laughs> no, okay, because I design labels, I draw pictures for so. It's basically art and fitness. So whether it's like in the vein of something artistic, um, the only real commission work I do is designing labels for a liquor company. Um, for what? For, uh, for a liquor company? Yeah. So I've worked with them oh. for 10 years. So I do all of their labels. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah. that's, that's good, actually. I mean, this, this is, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then you know I'll be a guest speaker at at uh, my university, um, but everything I've taught at the Art Students League, but like everything is in the vein of art or yeah, fitness. Yeah. What 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 did you say? Fitness. Yeah, I'm I'm a um, fitness trainer. I'm a I'm a fitness instructor. So you you're, you're still gonna doing that as well. Yeah, I actually lead, um, now that I'm back from New York, I'm starting to lead six classes a week. Wow. Yeah. So, so, so every day. Helps me stay fit, you know? <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing that is, it's a, it's a beautiful balance because a lot of my job, of course, is sitting at the easel and, of course, you know, you. Uh um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm deeply prone to depression but there have been times especially in the winter months where i get a little bit down and yeah. you know i mean number one number one fitness raises your vibration raises your serotonin raises your dopamine number one and yeah 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 i know so, i mean i must i must say since since i started with 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 the podcast and all all this promotion what what what, what it takes with it as well you know Uh, I'm sitting a lot in front of the computer, you know, and um, I'm cycling really not so often. I mean, uh, I mentioned before that I normally cycle with my bicycle just 10 kilometers to do my shopping. Um, I miss that currently a little bit because because my bicycle doesn't work like 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 it should. So so I um, I normally I drove once or twice twice a week with it to to the village, you know, which was great, you know, and. Uh, I feel it, so I have to. I have to do more exercises. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Keep the body limber. You know. Keep the minds in shape. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know which is. I mean, both are important. Both are important, but when your mind is healthy from like working out and keeping your serotonin levels up, your body tends to follow, right? So, 
Absolutely. I mean, especially in in, in, in times like now, so, so where, where things change so much somehow that, that you're really, I mean, that was the reason why I started with my podcast, because uh, to, to keep the, the network going, you know, with artists and, and, and you know. Oh, absolutely. Because, because of, of, of this, this lockdown over here and everything, you know. So, uh, so that at least that works, that works very well. And I'm quite um, happy about that, you know, so that, that, that we are able to, I mean, it is somehow amazing to, to, to keep, uh, to keep um, the network uh, via a distance like this, you know, I mean, that oh, yeah, this far, is awesome. yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think if anything, um, you know, the pandemic has forced us to re-examine not only our lives, but also our careers. And I think that's why, interestingly enough, in the United States right now, there is a huge job short, or not a job shortage, there's a huge employee shortage. Like no one wants to work. And it's not just because they're getting funding from the government, because not everyone is. It's a shift in perspective. It's that people don't they're refusing to work minimum wage jobs living in poverty. You know, like the bar that the United States sets for people, for employees, like the, the amount that they pay them isn't even enough to get by. You know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. The, the divide between the lower class and the upper class. It's become so apparent and people are upset. Not, not, they're not angry. In, like, yeah. No one wants yeah, to go to work. Like, not everyone, just everyone's hiring. Yeah. If you want a job, you could work anywhere right now. Anywhere. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Man, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that was the, back, back to your, to your growing up. So you had, you had, a, I was wondering if you, if you grow up somehow, so in, uh, in such picturesque way, um, so and 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 you still love it to be in New York? I mean, I think I could imagine myself maybe for a week or so, you know. But but uh, even Cologne, I mean, we have Cologne in Cologne. We have one million population. You know, I mean, okay. So I'm, I was growing up there. I was forty years in Cologne and and uh, um, oh, wow. knew as well every every place and and uh, yeah, it was getting bored somehow for me. But I still like it, you know. But I must say, if I picture myself just mentally over there uh i i i'm i'm scanning a week in this and then i said i think after this week i'm happy to be back again as well so remote where i'm living now you know because i i, I somehow i can't i can't deal with 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 this this uh oversaturation of 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 uh of um of influences of 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 senses anymore you know and and i mean I, what I, what i realize is i mean i became my my tinnitus in 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 my thirties, from mm -hmm. music making, from from rock and roll, from 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 having having a, yeah, the, the life on on the on the on the highway, you know, uh, that that I I was or I would say I am somehow probably on the spectrum where I'm getting very quickly over over saturated with information, mm -hmm. you know. Oh yeah. So, so, that's so I wonder you, how. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because I fluctuate between the two. You know, I, I have like a, I love the city. It's interesting. When I was seven, that was the first time I went to New York and coming from a farm, I saw the city. I was like, this is my place. This is where I belong. Yeah. So I always knew that I was going to be living in New York one day, 
But now, as I do get a little bit older, I find even when I was living in Brooklyn, I spent most of my time at home. I paint at mm. home. Um, mm. I would go to the gym and do yeah. my fitness classes. Um, I, I need a lot of, like, people think I'm very outgoing, which I am, but I have to prepare myself. You Probably know what I mean? Typically in introverted, extroverted, no? But yeah, it's almost equal, yeah. if not more introverted, like, because I need the recharge time so much. I require mm. so much alone time. And then, mm. so when I, when I go out, I've prepared myself, I feel mentally, and it's interesting because I'm a fitness instructor, right? So I'm in front of all these mm. classes. I actually lead people. I'm like, that's but, different, you know? Yeah. At what, the same the, time, because it's like, what I, what I realized is, um, I mean, I'm not kind of going out often, and, and to be honest, I'm not interested anymore as well to to see a lot of live music and and and. Uh, but as long as uh, if if it comes to activities where I'm involved by myself, that means the performance or so, you know, that's different, you know. So yeah. so so I, I realized that 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 it needs somehow um, me as a person to be involved in 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 some action to get me out of the house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. Oh. Well, that's why, that's why in the end, what I've decided, and this could change tomorrow, because as you know, I'm always dipping and doing somewhere new, you know, but I've decided, I think upstate New York, like an hour, two hours north of the city would be the best because then I still have access to New York City. But I can breathe and be in the trees and have like tons of alone time. You know, no fear of missing out, no pressure, you know, not really into, mm. I, I do like to have a drink, you know, but I don't really like party, you know, so I don't really mm. like, you know, I don't really have to go to the parties, but I still will be able to go to the dinner and go to the galleries and like, mm. you know, when I mm. want that time, when I want that city fuel, then I mm. can go back to the city. Like Cologne, you know, you go five days, you're like, I got to get the hell out of here. You know, mm. like, mm. that's kind of how I feel now. It feels so good just to be back. And even though I don't necessarily want to be here in Kalamazoo long term, it feels so nice. I can breathe. I mean, this apartment I'm in is huge. This apartment mm. in New York would be $5,000 a month. Oh, God. You know? I know. What the apartment you, right what? here, this is $750 a month. Two bedroom, two bathroom. Okay. So it's like I can breathe. You know, I can, I have all yeah. this room and it's mine. I don't have to share it with like nine different roommates, you know, which I did what? in New York. Yeah. I had nine roommates. Oh, God. I mean, that's mad. I, could, I couldn't live like, like this anymore. <laughs> Oh God, no! I, I, I mean, I, I had an odyssey oh. as well. Two thousand seventeen, after after my, my studying. I mean, I started out quite late, two thousand sixteen, and I finished here on Shirken Island. I mean, I studied it on, and it was a full time course, and we drove every second week to this island by ferry boat, you know, and uh, got teach there for three days, educated, and then we 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 went back home and and were quite quite. Uh, um, responsible on our own to to create artwork, you know. It was a very interesting course, you know. But that sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, now it was great. It was it was um, it's from from the Dublin Institute of Technology. Oh, so cool. So we had a lot of 
a lot of Skype courses and so on, you know. And, and yeah. for me, it was great because, I mean, I do art all of my life, you know. I mean, so I had bands in, in, in earlier years, DJ, uh, uh, writing for German television, um, did, did illustrations for, for, for magazines as well. And, and, and you know, but... Uh, uh, f for me, it's more, it's more, more the, the, the life of an artist is more the, um, the, the creativity is a vision, you know, and, and, and not, not, not the thing uh, to make money with it. I mean, I have, I have a lot of different souls in my, in my body, you know, so that's, uh, and uh, to, to make money with it, it's, it's not, not my, my, my first, my, my, my first uh, um, intuition inspiration you know so. believe you me if that was my first inspiration as well i'd be rolling in cash because i would just be painting flowers all day long you know <laughs> of which people have told me why don't you just paint flowers i'm like because it's boring yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like flowers though they they show up in my paintings a lot <laughs> You know, I mean, but but but, but you 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 are you are very ambitious and 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 you are very disciplined. I mean, that's 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 probably the daughter of a teacher, you know. So that's uh... oh, that's huge. That's huge. Like I've worked for myself <laughs> yeah. for ten years, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta have a lot of discipline for that. Quite cool. Um, that's ours. I was, we have probably already the the first the first episode started and already almost finished almost um dear listeners um that's just the first episode so we we're gonna continue that on next sunday so so we have an early confession at 10 o'clock uh next sunday morning before the, before the real mess started yeah Thanks, thanks a million, Julia. That was quite interesting, and I think we 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 still have to continue next week about that as well before we we're gonna come to to uh, other 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 things and journeys. Um, I just have to mention. So, if if you guys want to know more about Julia, you can look into my my um, description. I will put the links all in my description as well, and you can go to her YouTube pages. Uh, Probably to her Instagram uh, account as well, and 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 and. Uh, so if you want to know more, so you can you can you can leave leave her there. I don't know. So so if if she can answer messages, but because uh, I think she's busy as well. Uh, yeah. So so you, you get to know more about her via this, this social media things for sure. Um, the other thing is my merchandising hell. If you want to uh, uh, get stuff from the podcast, or if you want to support the podcast because it, it's an, uh, um, a listener-supported podcast, share it, uh, um, and uh, or you can go to attitude.com uh, and you can can buy all my artwork or as a, so a kind of a merchandising. It's cheaper actually to buy a painting, you know. So, so I mean. Uh, so attitude.com is my page. Um, maybe Julia has to say something as well. Do you want to add something for, at the end of the first episode? Sure. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I think we have a lot more to cover in the next few episodes, so I hope that you stay tuned. And I think the best place to check my workout would just be my Instagram, Julia underscore Hall. 
And my website is www.juliahaw.com. So <laughs> reach Thank out. you very I much. Do, I, do, I do answer messages. So please reach uh, out if you have any uh, questions. Mm, great to know. Okay. Julia, see you soon. Sounds good. Take care. You Thank you very well. much. And goodbye, dear listeners. See you next Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. Ciao. <laughs>